ready. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bell Ringers podcast. Are, are we past the bad vibes, Ben? Am I allowed to be energetic again? We can be. We're 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 good. We're good. We are steady beat. So, folks, we are in the heart of the off season. Well, we're supposed to be in the heart of the off season. But the Phillies have not seemed to have done much so far. We will get to that topic later in the show. But uh, Ben, give me—if you had to sum it up in three words, the offseason so far. What three words are you going to uh, are you going to present? Expected. Um, I really. This is kind of what I expected to happen this offseason. Nola gets an extension. Um, they give top or something. Um, and wait it out until for and wait it out a little bit and get a some reliever and a bat that'll probably end up sucking. But this is really expected from the Phillies. They have their team. Uh, and not much is going to change, honestly. So this this is really what I thought would happen. I'm feeling a Johan Camargo type signing is the one that's going to come next. That's my gut feeling. You know, I I saw a Gene Segura post on Instagram on his Instagram story, and it was of like pictures of him like in newspapers as a Philly with like the hard eye emojis. So I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Um, but he did post that. So well, keep that back in your mind. Now I have a question: What happened to Gene Segura? Like, where did like? How do you just like he's not old? He, he's yeah. a really good player. I don't know. He went to Miami and literally fell off the face of the earth. Like he was so good here, he goes there and he stinks. He's just absolutely terrible. Um, he's released. The Cleveland gets him. Cleveland drops. I don't even know. So, but I would love that to see on, if, that guy was on the Guardians for like four hours before he the got Philly. I, I would love to see him come back to Philadelphia as a bench bat. So would I. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, you never know. He, like I said, he's 34, I want to say, years old. He, if he starts playing well, that could be a sneaky good signing for the Phillies if they can find a way to integrate him into the lineup, whether that be, you know, I mean, do you stick Schwarber? If his bats are really, if all the bats are really hot, you could stick Schwarber back in the outfield and have Harper or Bohm DH. I mean, there are a lot of ways that you could use Segura and I don't know what our situation looks like right now with infield depth. So I don't know. It would be interesting to see if they're if they're willing to do that. I definitely think Segura is a guy the Phillies fans like. If they're really, really considering getting rid of Stubbs after the season, it might be good to have another vibes guy around. So yeah, I, I would be in support of that. Um so while we're on this topic, who are some other are there any, anyone else out there who you'd really like to see in pinstripes? I mean Obviously, you know, Shohei Otani. Yoshinobu uh, Yamamoto. Yeah, I would love to see him, but really none of those guys. There's really nobody that your heart and desire that you really want to see in red pinstripes this next season is going to be in red pinstripes. Um, it's, just, it's just how it's going to be. The, the Phillies don't have a lot of room to spend money right now, especially if um, – an extension that we're going to talk about a little bit goes through. Um, Two so we'll extensions s- really are on the table. Yeah, so we'll 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 see. We'll see. Let me change the question on you before we get into the heart of our episode here. What's one player from a financial standpoint, not a skill standpoint? Would you be? Um, would you what acquisition would you be questioning if it were to come to fruition? From a financial standpoint. So not like 
they signed Benjamin Goldstein to a two-year contract, like a, a like a well-established player who you think's going to get overpaid is really what I'm asking. Colin Daly to a three-year deal. Um, <laughs> so I think there's one obvious answer here, in my opinion. But what's your obvious answer? I'm not going to tell you that. I don't know. I I think it has to be Blake Snell. He's going to uh, get so overpaid. Ah. Uh, Oh, I was. Th- I thought you were talking about coming to the Phillies. Yeah, Blake Snell's going to get a lot of money. No, no, no. Um, he's coming off. If he, he Blake Snell's coming off a great year, um, and he's a great pitcher. But it's just the pitching market. You saw with the Craig Kimball deal with the Orioles the other day. One year, thirteen million dollars. Like this pitching market is expensive right now. Um, there's not a lot of, especially bullpen pitches to go around or anything to go around right now with the pitching market. So. Um, that's that's where I think that stands. But he's certainly going to get he, a lot of money. Is you said he's a good? Do you really think he's a good pitcher? I Dude, think he's. he's a, some... I think he's a good pitcher. I I I mean, he he was certainly great last year. Cy Young winner in the NL, but I, I think he's, he's a good pitcher. Kind of like a Nola, in my opinion. There's a lot. He's got of a little guys. bit of Nola in him. I think Nola's a good pitcher, except the fourth inning. I agree, but I think he's going to get overpaid because, I mean, if you look at his numbers, that, that he does have solid numbers, a career 3.20 ERA, but he's had years that just don't seem to fit his Cy Young-level pitching that we've seen in 2018-2023. I mean, he posted a 4.04 ERA in 2017. He won the Cy Young in 2018. Then he posted a 4.29 ERA the following season. He's always had some injury concerns. He's only reached more than 27 starts. He's only made all of his starts in two of his seasons out of eight. He had a 4.20 ERA in 2021 with San Diego. I don't know. I just – I can't see the Snell move. I can't see him being consistent for whatever t- team he ends up signing with. And to be honest with you, he's really good when he – in his five innings, he pitches sometimes six. He's not going to be giving you a complete game shutout. He's just not that kind of pitcher. He's got five, six innings in him. He uses well, the count. That's, that's a lot of guys that only at these days only have five, six innings. You barely see a long inning guy outside of Aaron Nola. Uh, he gets a lot of – I think Aaron Nola is a better pitcher than Blake Snell is. I mean – you know you, I'm not like the – I'm not like if you de- Nola writer. I mean certainly – Innings coming to effect with starting pitchers. I mean, Noah's always been an innings eater. Um, but I mean, I mean, I, Wheeler's definitely better than Snell. Oh, right? Zach, Zach Wheeler, Zach Wheeler, I think is definitely. I mean, Blake Snell was definitely the best pitcher in the National League last year. I mean, the stats, but I mean that yeah. he was incredible. But I think overall, uh, I mean, I maybe I don't know how many years Blake Snell has been pitching. Um, but eight, I, eight or how long has Wheeler been around? Almost ten. I don't know. Um, My point here, though, is I think if I had to sign one of those guys to a contract from, I don't know, let's say now to five years ago, I'm taking Wheeler every day. Oh yeah. I mean, I, he's he's consistent. You know, what you're going to get out of him. He's going to eat innings. He's going to pitch well. He's going to give you quality innings. He's going to limit walks. He's going to bring in strikeouts. With Snell, he he's kind of an unknown. Every time he goes out there, he finds a way to get it done. I mean, if you're going to win the Cy Young Award twice in your career, two out of eight seasons, you're going to have to find a way somehow. But 
I don't know. Snell is the one guy this offseason I'm skeptical about. And from just like someone who enjoys the financial side of baseball, who I am most curious to see how he how he fares when he's acquired well, ink to a deal with a team. Yeah, I don't think any pitchers or anybody's been signed until Otani splashes, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. Apparently, the Shohei deal is going to be done by the end of the weekend. It's Thursday. No. I, so I don't think that's going to happen. I don't even know where they get that from. Like That's not how deals work. Like I'm not in an MLB front office, but I know that's not how deals work. Yeah, that's I mean, a bunch of crap. Maybe there was a deal formulating, and they're like, "Oh, maybe this could be done by Thursday." No, it's just no. All right. Well, let's move on to our first topic of the Nola extension. What are your thoughts on that, Ben? What was it? Seven years, hundred twenty something million. Oh, it was more than that. 200-something? I forget the exact number. No, we're uh, not prepared for today's episode, Ben. <laughs> I mean, were the Phillies prepared for this offseason? Mm. Seven years, 172 million. Okay, so I was right with the two and the seven. Um, That's a lot of money about per year. 24 and a half million per year. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Um, But, I mean, if anybody really deserves it from the Phillies... Right now, I, I hate to. Uh, Noel had a horrible, or not a horrible. He did not. He was not good in 2023. Um, he did not come through when they needed him in Game Six of the World Series. Um, however, Aaron Noel is a Philly. He's the only guy other than Reese. Ho- uh, actually, he's been here longer than Reese Hoskins. He's the longest tenured Philly. He's been here through everything. What was his rookie year? 2014. I mean, that's... 14 or 15, yeah. That's like Chase Sutley and Jimmy Rollins were still a Philly 2014. Um, so he's been... Nola's been with this team through thick and thin. He's been the one constant, and he's been really good. I mean, ever since... I remember, I think my first year watching the Phillies was Aaron Nola's rookie year. So, um, I mean, Nola, he, he's a Philly. He's been here through everything, as I've said. And... I mean, he he was not good, but when he is good, like you see him in the playoffs, he can be one of, if not the best pitcher in baseball. He's not, He might never get to a point where he was in 2018 where he's the top three in the Cy Young rate, rate, uh, voting, but he... Has Noah ever made an all-star team? <sighs> 2018. Not, that's crazy. 2018 he did. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and he's and most important, he's gonna eat those innings. He's done that his whole career, and he's not gonna stop. I mean, the guy goes seven, eight innings. He's never missed a start. Um, uh, he uh, that's 20, the biggest thing right there. Twenty-seven million per year is a lot, but for a guy that's not 24. gonna miss twenty-four million a year is a lot, but for a guy that's not gonna miss a start and is going to be dominant in the playoffs when you need him to. That ends up being what's most important, and I mean, twenty-seven million is a lot, but to bring Nola back, they beat out the Braves. I mean, that's 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 good. That's gonna it definitely works for the Phillies. Yeah, another interesting point for those who did not read um, the articles written on Nola, he was offered more money by other teams. It's been speculated that um, a couple of the other potential suitors were the Braves, um, potentially the Dodgers, but. He did choose to come back to Philadelphia, which is always a good sign. You don't have a player coming to a certain team just for monetary reasons or financial gain. So um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have Noel back. I mean, similar to what you said, I've never experienced the Phillies team does not have number 27 on the bump, one of every five days. So hopefully we don't have to experience that until after 2031. Um, but uh, that sounds so long for now, doesn't it? Yeah, it's only seven years away. I will be out of college by then. I mean, so why? That's crazy to me. Yeah. Anyway, that was, that was like a weird, <laughs> a weird uh, seeing a future moment. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the Nola resigning. I think that, like I said, he definitely could have gotten more money. Seven years, $172 million really isn't bad for this this atmosphere that we're currently in and the way baseball contracts seem to be trending. So it's hard to complain about this one from my standpoint. And I think it's it's also huge he took the less money. This is now – this is the third out of the last four off-seasons where a guy has come to Philadelphia for less money. Zach Wheeler in 2020 came for less money. Trey Turner last season came for less money. Aaron Nola this off-season came for less money. So, I mean, whether it's the greatness of Dave Dombrowski and the Middleton family – good friends with John Middleton, by the way um, – it's uh, obviously the – the postseason wins help, the crowd helps, but really it shows you the excellence of Dave Dombrowski um, just bringing these guys in, getting the Phillies in this position. They obviously, what is it now, second or third highest payroll in the league? I mean, that might have changed with the recent Soto trade. Um, but, I mean, Aaron Nola is going to be a Philly for the rest of his career. So you got a couple of extensions to talk about while we're on this subject. Let's start with the guy that we've already talked about, and that's going to be Zach Wheeler. I can't see getting done. Uh, I would. I feel like it's kind of an Aaron Nola situation from this past season. They're going to be negotiating a contract, uh, a contract extension. Uh, but I feel like Zach Wheeler's is a little more hefty. Than Aaron Nola's mm-hmm. just because Zach Wheeler has is Zach Wheeler and he has been so dominant for this Phillies team for as a Philly since 2020. Um, one of a, a crazy signing it seemed like in five years ago with that Wheeler signing. I mean, he got so much money for five years. And he was good with the Mets, but you never expected him to become one of the best pitchers in the National League. Um, especially what he has done in these last two postseasons has been incredible he's become the ace of this team um and really he's become a great philly and i think they need to extend zach wheeler we said this last we said this last offseason baronola they need to extend zach wheeler i don't think it's going to come this offseason i just think there's so much money that's currently on the table or has been taken off the table from nola um, to if this Bryce Harper thing's true, that we'll talk about um, other signings that need to be made, and I hope Zach Wheeler recognizes that and says, you know, this team has to be built to win a World Series this year, and I hold out until next season. I'll get my extension then. Um, but I, I don't, I if it doesn't happen this off season, I'm totally expecting 2024 off season that Zach Wheeler will be a Philadelphia Philly first for his career. Um. But I, it's just how it sounds from this offseason. They've had talks but aren't reaching anything. Um, 
I I I don't see anything coming about it this offseason. But all I know is is if whenever Wheeler does make get a deal, it's gonna be a lot of money because Zach Wheeler has been the man in this Phillies rotation for the past five years. Yeah, I don't want to get too redundant, so I'm not gonna say too much about this. But you have a lot more confidence than I can. Oh no. Right now, I mean, I I just can't see them re-signing two pitchers two off-seasons in a row. Just, it doesn't seem like a business decision that the Phillies front office would want to make. And I also think that Wheeler is going to get a ton of money. Like, I think he is going to be up there with the uh, Snells and the – I'm trying to think of the other big pitchers that have signed – like the Snells and the Verlanders in terms of ad, uh, average annual value. Max Scherzer. I think he's going to be up there. I think he's going to be – yeah, I think he's going to be up there in like the 40 millions. Per year, I mean, I don't think you're, go there. you're also looking at Mets signings and the Astros. Uh, um, or you said Mets. Snell, we'll see where he goes. But those are two Mets signings right there. And if Zach Wheeler sticks with what happened a few seasons ago, he's going to take less money and stay in Philadelphia. I don't know if he's going to do that again, but I feel like from just from from my speculations on him and how I hope to feel that Zach Wheeler will take less money to come back. Um, I I think the Phillies do it because I, they're just an organization that listens to the fans. Um, Values their players. They they certainly do that. Um, another thing on Noel I forgot to touch on is the Phillies have what a couple only a couple guys on this roster right now. They came through the farm system, and they really. Guys that come through the farm system with the Phillies seem to never pan out and be anything. Nola has certainly panned out to be something. Um, he might be one of the best guys to come out of the out of their farm system since Ryan Howard. Um, so, I mean that that's cool. I know Wheeler's a former Met, um, but I'm, he I ex- would expect him to be a Philly for the rest of his career. I don't. He, think... He's a product of the Phillies, in my opinion. Oh yeah, he his game he, just definitely changes the so yeah, much when he came. Changed so... the, completely changed his career narrative. Yep. Now, hopefully, we can have a have a pod with a special guest in the offseason and talk about the Phillies farm system. But uh, he will have to get to that when the opportunity comes. But I, I'm hoping that is something the Phillies can somehow alter so that we can have these prospects that really do pan out. And even if they don't end up playing for the Phillies, it is so frustrating when you see teams making bank, like the, like the quote-unquote small market teams making bank off these players who they draft in the second and third round, they become these big superstars. And you know, even though they might not want to pay this guy to play for them, they can get money to sign some other small players. Like, I know this is the most ridiculous sounding thing ever, but every player comes from some team. Like every team produced one of these players. And it seems like right now, the proportions of the Phillies to the other teams is just so small. Like how many successful players from the Phillies organization are there really in baseball right now? Because to me, it doesn't seem like there are that many. I mean, it seems like it's a very small yeah, other than outside of the Phillies, which would be Nola, Bohm, Stott, um, J.P. Crawford has gave himself. That's the one I could think of. So, he's one. he's solid. Um, Who? 
uh, there's really nobody. Like it's crazy to think about, but I'll I mean, give Eflin. I mean, Ma- Mickey. Oh, no, he, he wasn't. He was. He was a. He wasn't. No, the Phillies. The Phillies did not draft Mickey Moniak had a fine. I guess he. No. Was, I think he, he had a good season last year. Oh, he did. I did. I stopped. Sure I can check, but I don't really follow the uh, Mickey Moniak. Spencer Howard sucks. That was a huge disappointment. I was at Spencer Howard's debut in 2020. I stood outside the ballpark with the pandemic crew um, and had an air horn and watched him give up 10 runs to the Braves. And we lost. We got killed. Um, yeah, I, there's really there's really nobody other than J.P. Crawford and the guys on the Phillies. I mean, Reese Hoskins won't be a Philly next season, so maybe you can count him, but... Yeah, I suppose. Even he, though, I think has been a little bit underwhelming considering how hyped he was when he initially got recalled from AAA. I mean, don't get me wrong. He is still a very, very good player, but I do think that it's been a little bit We knew we we were going to get from Reese the bad defense, the home runs. I mean, very inconsistent play, which... Kind of makes him the most Philly ever, um, right? But when he's hot, I mean, oh my God, he is hot! Like, there's no slowing him down when that guy gets hot in randomly patches throughout the season in October. So, so Moniac hit. Uh, he had a really rough stretch from like July 29th to. September 2nd, where he hit like 190. Oh, so he had a great um, first half. Yeah, and then he picked it. He came back from the injury list in, for the last two games of the season. He went two for seven. Oh, great. With a home run. So Good for him. Yeah, he, he, he had a good season. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he better have be at least decent. He was the first overall pick in the draft back in 2016. So it seems like the Angels... It's the uh, it's the Angels and the uh, I took the Pirates and the Rays are the three teams we always end up trading players to or trade like we have so we have Alvarado, Eflin went to the Rays, Christopher Sanchez came from the Rays. The, the Yankees Pirates, always they had the Yankees always have a good farm system too. I mean I used, I watched a lot of those guys when they used to have the Trenton Thunder as their double A team. I mean I used to oh, watch yeah I used to watch Aaron Judge all the time when he was in Trenton. I mean. It was just who else? I mean, who else did I see? I saw like those guys that were on those like twenty sixteen to twenty like nineteen teams uh, that were Yankees. Um, so I don't know. Glaber I mean, Torres. Glaber Torres. I saw Glaber Torres. I I saw Gary Sanchez. Uh, mm-hmm. Luis Luis Severino. I saw. I saw Derek Jeter when he rehabbed. I was like three years old, but I was there. Um, wow. I mean, there was, there was other stuff that went on that players I saw that I can't name off the top of my head, but I know for a fact I saw Aaron Judge playing there. I saw Phillies play there too. I saw Alec Bohm play there. I met Alec Bohm after a game. Matt Veerling I saw play there. I met him. Um, Rafael Marchan, who I don't think he's with the Phillies anymore, but I did meet him. Not. Who else have I met? Oh, Marchand. Marchand's the Phillies, yeah. Oh, he's still I was thinking of Davy Gr- Davy Garone for some reason. Um, I saw Davy yeah, Gregorius play in. 
I saw Didier Gregorius play in Trenton, but he was um, rehabbing with the Phillies. Um, so. Anyway, let's right, give me your thoughts. We'll we'll keep up the extension talks. Bryce Harper. So, Bryce Harper, the exact report from, or what was said from Scott Boris yesterday, um, December sixth. Bryce Harper is hoping to discuss a contract extension to stay with the Phillies. For the rest of his career, Harper wants to play well into his 40s. He's currently signed through his age 38 season, 2031. So that would mean, what, a five-year deal, a five-year extension? That would make it a 17-year contract with the Phillies, um, which was already at $330 million. So who even knows how much money he's going to get from this extension Although with how that guy praises Philadelphia, he might take no he might take no money. Um, so I I don't think it is something that should be discussed right now when the Phillies are in the middle of trying to win a World Series, and it's something that should be discussed in like five years. He has eight years mm-hmm. left on his deal, um, I, which it's incredible. He's already so deep into this contract. Like I feel like he's. I remember him signing this contract yesterday. Um, I, I I don't understand why Harper is currently talking about it. Like, of course he wants to extend. Of course that guy wants to play well into his forties. He's Bryce Harper, but it does not need to happen anytime soon. Not this off season. Not next off season. Maybe the two, no. maybe two or nope. three off seasons. Like no. win the World Series and then you can get your extension. You're not getting an extension. Uh, like just, I, I don't understand how it is currently being discussed or why. I I don't get it. I don't even care if Jesus got a bat and decided to play baseball and was two times better than Babe Ruth. I'm not giving someone in their early 30s a contract extension. And went to when they're in their early to mid forties. That's absolutely bizarre. Not happening. But it's Jesus, Colin. Well, it, it might be. I, you're I'm Lord and Savior. And he's two times better than Babe Ruth. Two times. It could be Babe Ruth on steroids. What about no Barry, one is getting so, an extension for what that? What about long. Barry Bonds with the steroids? Barry Bonds and. Uh, Babe Ruth had kids. Not even then. How was that I'm not possible? Give... I'll find a way. I'm... What? I'm not giving Harper an extension right now. He can, he can wait. Tell him to put his wallet away. We'll revisit it in a couple years. Yeah, he has enough money already from everything that he's. You with. need to give us a season that you can stay healthy and show that you can play first base throughout the course of the season. 162 games. Be there for 150 of them. Then we can talk. Well, I think you're looking at the 2024 season then. At that point, I would maybe consider it. But but how do you know he's not going to regress? That's why I think it's ridiculous this is even being discussed. I agree. All right, let's go to a better extension in my opinion then. Rob Thompson. The captain. Uh, captain. <laughs> Garrett Stubbs is the captain. Um, he is. Speaking of captain, the captain of buying tickets is seeking. It's the holiday. <laughs> se- it's the holiday season. 
It's time to get your people some gifts. And what do people want more than to go to a game, go to a concert, go to a comedy show? You can get all those. Um, they have comedy shows on SeatGeek. SeatGeek has everything. And that's where you buy your tickets. All you got to do is download the SeatGeek app. Use code Philly Sports Report and save $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Thank you to SeatGeek for Clap for SeatGeek. I didn't get my cue. Clap. My cue for Hold Yes. Oh, what are we doing with the, what are we doing with the code? The cue. Hold the S. Hold, Hold the S. S. Sports report. Shove it in your pocket with Bryce Harper's wallet, Ben. Not allowed to get it out anymore. His wallet won't fit in my pocket. Anyway, so thank you to Seeky for sponsoring episode number 45 of the Bell Ringers podcast. We are five episodes away from 50. Will we get to 50 before the season? Probably not. But party. we're having a party for episode 50? Excuse to have a party. Maybe we'll do episode 50 live. Ooh. That would be fun. I got some connections. Maybe we'll do it somewhere. As long as you're student involved. Maybe uh, we'll go to a restaurant and we'll do episode number 50 live in front of an audience. That would be fun. And maybe we'll get some gear from FOCO. Ah, another shout out. Use the link in the description to save... 10% off your any SeatGeek order. Uh, maybe we'll get some Seeky. focus. Or FOCO. FOCO. FOCO's $20 in the description. Or SeatGeek's $20 in the description. FOCO's 10% in the description. Um, maybe uh, go get your, some holiday stuff from FOCO. Um, get yourself some overalls. But thank you to SeatGeek for sponsoring the episode. Thank you to FOCO for sponsoring PSR. Um, anyway, back to Rob Thompson. Well, with our last... Oh, right. Sorry, Rob Thompson. Yes. Yay or nay? Uh, uh, yay. I mean, I, I don't – I'm not a huge fan of how Rob Thompson managed a lot of last season. I think his bullpen usage was terrible. Uh, some of his lineups were bad. Um, It's – a few in-game decisions weren't great. Um, But ultimately, these guys love to play for him. He's gone to the NLCS two years in a row. Um, they were one win away from their second straight World Series. Ultimately, he's a good manager with guys that like to play for him. If he can, this is his second full season managing. If he can maybe figure some stuff out, like figure out how to use the bullpen, uh, he won't have Craig Kimball to go to every time again. Um, so we'll see what happens this year. I think it's smart that they gave him the extra year. Um, try and clean some things up. So, I, I, this, will 2025 be his last year? I don't know. Um, but we'll see. I doubt it. I'm still on the Thompson train, Ben. Right. Thompson train, we are chugging along here. I mean, I'm not off the Thompson train. I just disagree with some of his managering from last year, and I still have faith in the Canadian. In the back car, it's okay. I'll, eventually. I'll, I'm in the caboose. I'll take it. It's going be... There's a lot of guys All in right, the caboose so with me. We've been talking about a lot of Phillies players. Let's go to a couple of non-Phillies players, starting with the most uh, news-breaking one in Juan Soto. He's out of the National League. Clap it up. Yes. Don't have to see that guy twice a year, only once a year, because the MLB scheduling sucks. But, um, All right, yeah, let me what? give you an NL East guy now. 
Jared Kelenic. That sucks. The Mariners it got. It scares me. The Mariners definitely got. Oh. Uh, I mean, that was a terrible trade. I don't know trade. what they were thinking. And they were, I think they're trying to clear up space so they can maybe get Otani. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Jared Kelnick's a brave. If they just... don't get Otani, that is going. To, I think that's going to go down as one of the worst trades in the last couple of years. I think Jared yeah. Kelnick is going to be a very good player. Yeah, I think I. Yeah, you're 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 right. All right, I want to go to one more guy before we go to the the man, the myth, the legend, the MVP. What were your thoughts on the whole Jock Peterson situation? I don't know what to make of the situation. I mean, literally, he. I was in lunch at school. I see my phone, and I see the Jock Peterson post pull up on Instagram. It's him with the fanatic from, I'm assuming, last season um, with – with the caption saying it's always sunny in Philadelphia and with dancing on my own part in the post, like the, the actual song, which is, which I thought it was dead. Um, but whatever. And then it comes out that the Phillies and Jack Peterson have not talked at all this off season. Why is why, why Like what? Like where does this come from, from Jack Peterson, unless he's just visiting Philadelphia and he's just like, I like this place. Maybe I'm gonna post about it. Like, I don't know. I thought I had three theories. I thought it was very odd. This, I don't think it was a troll. Cause, like, come on. I have three theories. Which one um, do you want to hear first? Uh, let's just go. Should with I put number them in one. craziest to least craziest, or least craziest to craziest? Let's go to least craziest to craziest. We'll start with list. Least craziest is. Essentially, your theory. That was a I, 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 just think, I just think he's a jerk. I don't want to mess with people. And he, know, and he knows how, how invested Phillies fans are. And he was like, yeah, they'll go nuts over this. <laughs> theory number two is he was just on vacation in Philadelphia. And then is just so absent-minded that he did not realize that winter meetings were going on. And wanted to, you know, express his love for this beautiful city. Theory Who goes three, to vacation in Philadelphia in December? It's cold. I know, man. Christmas Village. Yeah, you'd, maybe you should send him a DM. <laughs> Number three. Jack Peterson is indeed a free agent. Maybe he is just so socially awkward. He doesn't know how to, like, express the team he wants to play for. So he's going to make these condescending Instagram posts, posts just to, like, show that he's interested in playing for the Phillies. So I think it's a socially awkward one. I just think he's confused and weird. Yeah, I really – I really don't know. Like, it's just so weird. Like, wh- why – For me, it was the dancing on my own. That showed it wasn't for real? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, for me, like, the dancing on my own part was what made it the strangest. What, that he added that? Yeah. I mean, his username is youngjock650, so should we really trust the guy? I don't know. He is verified, so it is him. Well, I mean, it is, no, it's more from the fact that, like, like, the Philly Fanatic one just could have been a, a Philadelphia picture. And the same with the caption, but him putting in Phillies song is what like directly ties it to the Phillies. 
like the Philly fanatic has just become like a symbol of Philadelphia. Well, Nick Castellanos last year or two years ago when he signed, he posted a picture of just the skyline. There you go. And said, there, like, there has to be some Philly meaning to it, though. You don't, I don't know. You don't just like, post random stuff like that. Unless he's just fine. Did, did he? Has he ever posted anything like that before? I don't know. Do you, I, do, you even, do you have Instagram? I do. It's in the laptop. It's breaking news today. I've had it forever. I sent you it. Everybody follow Colin on Instagram. Third time in my life I've opened it. Please don't. I mean, you won't accept you. I haven't accepted a single follow request. I've gotten since I've had this account. Or ever since <laughs> I made it private. They're just sitting there in my thing. See, there's kid, there's a kid playing golf and advertisement. He's in a picture of who is this? Some basketball player I've never heard of. More children. Picture with Clayton Kershaw. He has to be signing with the Phillies. There's no way he's not. What What do you think though? If Jock Peterson signs with the Phillies, how do you feel? No, I don't care. That's good for him. I mean, he, he's a good bat, so why not? Uh, was that, does that mean Johan Rojas is starting in the minors and Brandon Marsh is the everyday center fielder and Jack Peterson's left fielder? I guess, yeah. It makes sense to me. I don't know. This does not make any sense. I'm so confused. Like what? <laughs> it's so random. That's the crazy thing, just how random it is. Like, why randomly at what time was it posted? I don't even know. Like, twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Is he just posting that? Like, at least get like a comment. Oh, he definitely got comments. Well, and then it like, comes out, Jack Peterson. What he was thinking. Jack Peterson has even talked with the Phillies this offseason. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, all right. I don't know. It's it's very strange. It, it would just be crazy if Jack Peterson was signing the Phillies after posting a picture of himself with the Philly Fanatic in Philly, writing a quote about Philly, and playing the Phillies song. I mean, come on. And he put in his location as well, Citizens Bank Park, in the picture. Right, that that was the other thing that like I found strange. I don't know. I'm skeptical. Yeah, I don't know. It's very strange, and I don't know what to make of it. So that's why we're moving on to Colin's favorite right. player, Shohei Otani. Colin, where's he going? Shohei Otani is. New York Yankee. No, come on. I know. No, I, it just makes too much sense. The Yankees, the Yankees, are, the Yankees are out on them though. They are. Yeah. Oh, who's still in? The Braves. Yeah. No. The Cubs, the Blue no. Jays, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Whatever. One of the last three. Not going to the Braves or the Cubs. If I had to rank them, I would say Dodgers, Blue Jays, Mariners. I would love to see him in Toronto. I would love it. So would I would too. I just like Toronto 
bottom line because you know Canada has a wonder as a great national anthem, so I like them. They do. Oh, Canada, our home and they... oh, I'm not gonna make your ears bleed. However, um, uh, you know, in my homeroom, we sing the Pledge of Allegiance. We also say the Pledge of Allegiance, but nobody no. actually sing. You, you sing it. Yes, we quote harmonize it. How do you sing the national? How do you sing the Pledge of Allegiance? I, I mean, pledge allegiance to the flag. Of the United States of America. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. And to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, and liberty. I don't even know what it is. Liberty and justice for all. Liberty and justice We have to harmonize the all. The all. Yeah. Oh. It's so weird. That's very strange. I know. Anyway. Give me... Before we wrap up the pod, I want to hear your prediction. Now that we've been a couple of weeks since having a podcast, there have been some signings. Give me one name that the Phillies are going to go after and eventually sign. I don't know. I really like I, get... I don't know any bullpen guys that are available other than Josh Hader that the Phillies would actually sign. That's not named Josh Hader. And really, bats. Ah, about like I don't know, I don't really know this free agent market basically because of who's been covered. The names are so big: Cody Bellinger, Shohei Otani, Yamamoto, um, Blake Snell, Josh Hader. Like they're, they're huge names. It's just overshadowing all the little guys who the Phillies might sign that I don't really know who they are. Um, so well, I'm gonna, gonna give you. I'm going to give you two names, actually. Okay. And one of them is... <laughs> um, I think this is a given based on our previous conversation, but Jack Peterson. <laughs> well, I'm just... I'm so... So, like... can't see him not signing with the Phillies, right? I mean, like, it's so – makes too much sense. Um, it doesn't make any sense from, like, if I told you a week ago, if, like, asked you a week ago, you would not say Jock Peterson. But now you're just, he's just posting it now, so it's just like, oh, I guess the Phillies just, are... It's too random to have zero significance. I just can't – I have to. Um, in terms – of another signing. Another thing with Jock. At least to go. Another thing with Jock Peterson. I'm going to quickly cut you off. Is they don't need any of his attributes. They don't need a left-handed power bat outfielder. They need a right. They, if anything, they need a righty hitter. That's not an outfielder. That's infield. That's an infielder. So I, it's just none of it makes any sense. But continue. One guy I'd love the Phillies to go after is uh, I think he's actually being undervalued a lot, and that's Michael Brantley. He has been really, really solid, good portion of his career. He is on the older side. He is thirty six, um, but he hit two seventy eight in twenty twenty three with Houston. He is a free agent, so 
I don't know. I would be, I'd put him as a sneaky target for someone for the Phillies who can pick up. He's a lefty outfielder, but I'm not too concerned about that. Um, that's probably a big target for me right now. I wouldn't mind Seth Lugo if you want to bolster the rotation even more. Another and guy. But keep talking. I thought, never mind. Keep going. And another guy in the bullpen who I would love is we'll go brother on us, Bill Maton. Mm. Brother of Nick. Do you know, do you remember what happened to Phil Maton for the Phillies Astros playoffs? Yeah, and that series Nick Baton got a hit off him. He punched the locker and broke his hand. Was, that for the, was he out for the whole postseason? The whole postseason he had to get <laughs> surgery. Because his brother got a hit off. Uh, another guy I like that I just saw from the Tampa Bay Rays, Robert Stevenson. Mm. I don't think I don't think he's gonna get a lot of money. Absolutely hammered, greatest Phillies Twitter account ever. Um, tweeted out his stats: fifty-two in a third innings last year, seventy-seven strikeouts, sixteen walks, it's thirteen point two Ks per nine, three ten ERA. Um. He's a righty. He, I mean, he's good. Phillies kind of need right-handed pitchers. I don't. It doesn't look like he's gonna. It doesn't look like he's a crazy hard-throwing guy. Um, I, I mean, he Robert Stevenson by his stats look good, and the Phillies need his position. So, you know, and he's he's not gonna be crazy expensive. So, give me Robert Stevenson. That's another my, crazy one for you. Sorry. My guy. Another crazy one for you. Give me Shoto Amanga. I would be so – he has an electric stuff. Everyone is so obsessed with Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Where's he going? Shoto Amanga. Four teams that doesn't get Otani. Apparently, they want to play with each other. That ain't happening. I think Yamamoto goes to the Yankees. Wow. I just yeah, think I can see that. He's such a Yankee. And he his is. number's available with the Yankees, too. 18. Yeah. Didi Gregorius. I would love Shoto Amanga. Like, he is being so overlooked right now by everybody in the baseball community. I mean, he is – he would be such a uh, commonly talked about name if – Yamamoto wasn't part of this free agent class. I mean, it's crazy how good a manga, how great of a manga, uh, how great of stuff a manga has. So I'd love to see the Phillies potentially uh, scope him out on their free agent radar. Um, look up a video if you can. He is. What's his name? Crazy. Shoho Toho? Shota Amanga. S H O T A I M A N A G A. Well, I am going to uh, appreciate the Craig Kimbrell deal. Yeah. Because uh, Uh, I think Craig Kimbrell would have been good here if Rob Thompson didn't use him as much as he did early in the season and constantly go to him later in the season and then in the NLCS. Like pitch him two days in a row, um, and games three and four. This NLCS with him blowing both games, 
Um, I mean, he was great until about August, and he pitched the most innings of his career. I just think if Rob Thompson, I'm not saying it's competitively on Thompson, obviously Kimbrell has to come through, but most innings in his career, he's old. I mean, Hall of Fame closer, 3,000 saves or whatever, but he was so good to start the season, all-star. I just, I think later in the year, the innings that it got up to him, and he collapsed. At least his last outing with the Phillies in Game 6 of the NLCS wasn't that bad. Yeah. I don't know. I am actually pretty excited to see how the offseason plays out for the Phillies because I'm just glad they don't have Kimbrel back. Now you make you make a good point, but thirteen million dollars for Kimbrel's obnoxious. Yeah, that's really ridiculous. Is. There's there's no way. I mean, I I don't know if the Phillies would have put something out for him, but if they no. did, it certainly wasn't thirteen million dollars. No, 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 no chance, no chance. All right, well, folks, that is going to wrap up our podcast today. Thank you all for tuning in to one of our bit of a longer episode today, but definitely some good free agent content. Make sure you are using those codes that are, can be found in the description for FOCO, SeatGeek, and most importantly, well, second most importantly, make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. You can find Philly Sports Reports on not only YouTube, but Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Threads, and the Elon Musk app that we are not allowed to call. Twitter anymore. Um, we are on there too. You can find Ben and I on Threads and X. Nope, don't like it. You can find Ben and I on Thread on Twitter. Whoa. Twitter. And uh, thank you all again for tuning in. And hopefully, the Phillies would like to tune into the winter meetings. Yes. Do something. And I'm getting bored. Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever else you listen to your podcast. Mm. Links in the description. Thank you for those who listen on there. Um, make sure to rate us or whatever you do over there. I'm not totally sure. Go Phils. Go Phils.